Hi, Govanen. Welcome to the Tol Tolkien Lore channel. I'm the Tolkien Geek. And in this video, I'm going to talk about uh, one of a couple of articles that I read recently that referenced the Lord of the Rings. Um, one of the articles I'm going to cover in this video, I'll cover a different one in a separate video. Both of them are kind of weird topics for Tolkien, but they kind of tangentially touch on some things that I wanted to get to eventually anyway, so it seemed like a good idea to do now. Uh, so let me go ahead and get to the first one, and I'll uh, explain what that is in just a minute. So the title of the first article is called Do Orcs Love Their Children Too? And it's a combination of, um, it discusses the World of Warcraft movie that just came out, um, also Tolkien, and it throws in George R.R. R. Martin for good measure because he apparently had something to say to Rolling Stone on the issue. Um, weirdly enough, this article is published at a website called FEE.org that stands for the Foundation for Economic Education, and they're usually focused on economics, and they're from the libertarian perspective. And the point of the article is basically to make the point that we shouldn't dehumanize those who aren't like us. And this kind of comes up in the realm of war propaganda and treating um, other, you know, our enemies in war like subhumans, and they reference the war propaganda of the World War One and World War Two. Uh, as examples of doing this sort of thing, and that's where it all kind of gets started. So the author of that piece, which I'll link to in the description, basically references a, um, a line that George R.R. R. Martin gave in an interview to the Rolling Stone where he basically says, you know, what happens after uh, the end of the war? Does Aragorn go on a, a quest to systematically wipe out all orcs in Middle-earth or whatever? And... The author of the piece kind of runs with this, basically saying, well, look at World of Warcraft and how they treat orcs. You know, they actually show orcs as being basically human, just ugly. And there's even a point where they have uh, one orc and his orc wife giving, you know, having a baby and showing how touching that moment can be. And that's where the title comes from, is do orcs love their babies too? So anyway, at this point, you know, he just kind of goes into a long... Honestly, I thought it was kind of rambling discussion of a lot of different related topics, and he never really comes back to uh, a whole lot of stuff regarding Tolkien, except he does mention, you know, I kind of wonder if Tolkien, you know, was influenced a little bit too much by war propaganda, and that's kind of where his, his idea for orcs came from and all this stuff. Well, okay, anybody who's read anything about Tolkien knows that that's kind of stupid, and I'll explain why. So the reason I even get into this, despite the, the complete lack of understanding the author has, is because it is kind of a common trope for people to criticize Tolkien on grounds of racism or um, being overly simplistic with his stories and whatnot. And that's one criticism that George R. R. Martin also made in The Rolling Stone, I think. If you read it, you'll see that he thinks that Tolkien's whole view is just too too simplistic, good versus evil, and all that stuff. So, um, But the more really interesting issue is whether Tolkien was somehow subconsciously being racist, and that's why the orcs are the bad guys, because they're ugly, they're always bad, and they're the enemy. Well, first of all, Tolkien is writing a fantasy, and it's a fantasy epic, 
and it's you know by by the definition of the genre you're more or less talking about a good versus evil struggle and you're talking about uh, issues where there really isn't a lot of gray area there's a bad guy and there's a good guy and you know you can always add great characters Boromir is kind of a great character but the the major issues themselves are not going to be gray and so generally speaking if you have an enemy, the enemy is going to be all bad, and there's nothing wrong with that. It's not an overly simplistic view. It's just the way the fantasy genre plays out, and it's representative of the the bigger ideas that Tolkien is trying to convey in his stories, which is there is an ultimate good, and there is an ultimate evil, and evil has to be defeated, and ultimately will be. You know, that comes from his Catholic viewpoint. He was a very devout Catholic, and of course, as part of that, his view is you know, there is a God and there is a devil and the devil will ultimately lose and God will ultimately win. And, you know, his story is not an allegory, and that's important for our point later, but it still represents the type of worldview he has, which is, you know, there are shades of gray, but there also is a distinct black and a distinct white, and ultimately one of the two is going to win. So putting that aside, let's kind of get more to the issue of racism. So more directly on the issue of whether Tolkien himself was somehow subconsciously racist and that's why the orcs are the bad guys and, uh, you know, that's why they're this hideous race, and it is a race, let's be honest, uh, there's several things we can say about that. First of all, there's not just orcs on the side of Sauron. There are humans, there are trolls, there are various, you know, other things, including there's a reference in Return of the King at, uh, at the end of the battle of um, before the Black Gate, after Frodo throws the ring into the, into the fire, uh, it says all the, the orcs and everything start running away, basically, and it lists among the things that are running away beasts spellbound. So you get the idea that there's even animals that are being magically controlled in uh, Sauron's service. So, I mean, there's all kinds of species serving Sauron, not just orcs. <clears throat> and more particularly, there are humans. You know, so, I mean, there's humans on both sides of the conflict. So, it seems really odd to say that because he has orcs on the bad side, that they're somehow representative of some racist notion uh, that was just kind of subconsciously in Tolkien's mind. And, I mean, it's... It's also just, in my opinion, stupid to say that somebody as intelligent and who, you know, really thought about politics and philosophy a lot, as he did, if you read his letters, you'll see that. Um, but to say that somebody of that level of intelligence would somehow be affected by war propaganda that portrayed the enemy as somehow subhuman is, to me, just give him a little more credit, you know? It doesn't make any sense. So... <clears throat> There's that. There's the fact that there's more than just orcs on the other side. There's also the fact that if you pay attention to other things that Tolkien wrote and said, you'll know that there's really no way you can make that into a racist thing anyway. Even if orcs were the only thing, the only species in the service of Sauron, or you know, you could include trolls, I guess, because they're all bad. There's no good trolls that we know of. Uh, even if that was the case... That still doesn't change the fact that you can't really make sense of that being a racist thing. And the reason why I say that is if you read uh, his, the letters of J.R.R. Tolkien, which I'll link to in the description below, um, 
and there's a letter in there to Christopher Tolkien, who at the time was um, an enlisted or an officer, I forget which, in World War II in the Air Force, the British Air Force. So he was writing to Christopher Tolkien, his youngest son, talking about the war, among other things. And one of the things that he says is that there are orcs on both sides of the war. Of course, he's being metaphorical. There's no actual orcs in the real world, but he's basically saying, you know, there are good people on the other side and there are bad people on the on our side. You know, I mean, he's basically making the point that the world that we live in is not as black and white as, you know, the fantasy stories that he wrote, like Lord of the Rings. And he knew that, you know, he's not, uh, he, and that shows, A, he's not, you know, going to simply write off everybody on the other side as either subhuman or just completely wrong. You know, I'm not, he might have thought that everybody who was on the Nazi side was just dead wrong, because let's face it, it's pretty extreme. You'd have to be pretty bad wrong to be a Nazi, but I'm, I'm on, on the, uh, World War One, which Tolkien himself fought in, I'm sure he would have been a little bit more, you know, there's probably good people on the other side, and it's just it's a complicated issue. Nobody really knows for sure. I mean, World War One is still kind of debated today. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a war that most people think never should have happened, and there wasn't, it's hard to say that there was a right side. It's just so many alliances involved, and, but anyway, all that to say, basically, it shows that Tolkien is not you know, making everything black and white, which, you know, that immediately makes you think that he can't really be subconsciously importing racism into the Lord of the Rings through orcs, because that would be the only way that would make sense. But the other thing it shows is, if he's saying that there are orcs even on the side of the Allies, the British and the Americans, then in what sense could he be saying that orcs are on both sides if orcs are somehow a manifestation of subconscious racism. I mean, it doesn't make any sense. So, it would be one thing if, if he was willing to say that, you know, the orcs are the Nazis and then there's, you know, bad men like the Haradrim in, you know, the, the allied side. But that's not what he says. He says there's orcs on both sides. There's really bad people. He also even says, might be in the same letter, but he basically says you know, the the allies are attempting to use the ring to defeat Sauron. You know, metaphorically speaking again, but he's referring to the fact that they're using illicit means which are not justified by the ends, basically. You know, he's accusing his own side of being more like Boromir before he kind of redeems himself, or Denethor, who never does redeem himself. So... If you really pay attention to Tolkien, his political philosophy, and actually just what he outright says in his writings, you can't make sense of anything like racial undertones from his use of orcs. And yet, you know, you've got this author quoting George R. R. Martin actively wondering, you know, what Tolkien was thinking when he created orcs. Well, read his stuff and you'll know what he was thinking. He wrote a lot. And he wrote a lot of letters where he explained a lot of things about what he wrote in his fiction. I mean, it's not hard to find either. So, you know, I mean, plus, and the other thing too, and it just, I have to get this one off my chest, but George R.R. R. Martin's comment about, you know, Aragorn going on a, a mission of genocide against the orcs, to me that's just, okay, first of all, 
genocide, you're going to call it genocide to hunt down the orcs. That seems a little strange, just because the orcs are usually the ones that are causing the problems. They're not, you know. But, frankly, you're not going to have to hunt down the orcs. They fight amongst themselves quite a lot, and the only reason they weren't basically already killed off from that is because Sauron was controlling them enough to prevent them from doing it. So, you know, and it to me it just seems like Martin was trying to use a term of like genocide, which is so emotionally charged, to kind of make a point that wasn't really a valid point to begin with. But by using the word, he thinks he's going to score points against Tolkien. I think that's lazy, and so I don't, I don't think Martin has any business criticizing Tolkien on those grounds because I don't think he understands Tolkien any better than the author of this article. But Anyway, be that as it may, those are the reasons I don't think you can really pull any kind of racism out of Lord of the Rings. So anyway, that's uh, my video for today. Uh, if you have any other thoughts on the issue, feel free to comment below. Uh, if you're interested in learning more about Tolkien or Lord of the Rings or any of his other works, please subscribe. You can also follow me at Twitter at JRRTLore. Um, and Beyond that, I hope you enjoyed this video and got something out of it. And until next time, I'm the Tolkien Geek for the Tolkien Lore Channel. Namadieh.